Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. everyone and welcome back to sugar pills a practical guide to self-care as always i'm your girl candy washington and thank you so much for spending this little bit of time with me as you can see i'm rocking our new love sweatshirt that's right our love collection has launched so go and shop in the description box or head over to candywashington.com to pick up a hoodie a sweatshirt a candle a mug just anything that really resonates with you from our love collection if you're watching us on youtube be sure to subscribe and like this video and share with a friend and join our community if you're listening to this across one of our podcast platforms also subscribe follow and give us a five-star review it really helps to keep the lights on guys so without further ado i am super excited to introduce our guests for today's episode, which is Jack Nicola and Michael Nusinkis. They are the creators of Bed Scrunchie. It's an exciting project, uh, product rather, that solves that annoying problem of having loose sheets. And it gives you that luxurious, comfortable, relaxed look and feel as if you are sleeping in a five-star hotel. So with that, welcome Jack and Michael. Hello, how Thanks, are thank you? Thank you so much for the Thanks. intro, Candy. We appreciate yeah. it. I lo- love the t-shirt. It's definitely all about the love. You know, I always yes. say, don't, love it. don't do it. You know, you got to love it. Otherwise, <laughs> there's no point, right? Exactly. All about the love. Sure. About the love. Absolutely. Thank you so thank much you so- for having us. Yeah. So before we dive into Bed Scrunchie, do each of you just want to tell us a little bit about yourselves, like your story, what led you to being an entrepreneur, and then we'll get into the, you know, the the purpose and passion behind creating Bed Scrunchie. Absolutely. So uh, Mike, you want to start? Yeah. I mean, that's a a rather long story. Me and Jack have known each other for like 20 years. He's always been a, a salesman, business type guy. And I was always working on computers, selling things on eBay. So our story goes back to how old were we? Yeah, I mean, the story goes back to, uh, you know, when we were 16 years old. I mean, now I'm 38, so I'm, I'm getting old. I'm, I mean, I'm 40 yet, so I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know, but Too fast. No offense anyone out there who's 40 and listening, but, you know, I'm still, I'm still in this. I'm okay. But, yeah, I mean, so our story goes back, way back, you know, to when we were 16. And, you know, when eBay first started and Mike was like, hey, man. You know, I'm selling these uh, these books that my dad, you know, gave me or whatever. He doesn't need anymore. And I was like, that's cool. I have some leftover stuff, some junk too. Can you can you help me sell my stuff on eBay? And yeah. um, and the relationship started like that. So there was some interest. And then ever since then, I mean, we've just been, uh, you know, from one thing to another. And then eventually, you know, we, uh, we started a linens company in 2004, Luxor mm-hmm. Linens. Um, and we built up a very great company. We did really well up until uh, 2013, 2014. The company's still running, but, you know, it's not doing what it used to do. There's a lot more competition in the market, and then we realized that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, leading up to Bed Scrunchie, yeah, I, I realized that, you know, uh, we had to do something different, right? So that was in the back of my mind, along with the experience of actually facing a problem with the loose-fitted sheet, right? So there's a couple of things brewing in my head at this time, right? 
<laughs> and I'm really fast forwarding because otherwise I could I could talk about this for the next four hours easily. No, no, it's okay, it's okay, and I'll I'll, I'll have some questions for you guys too. Yeah, yeah, Go ahead. for sure. So, yeah. but so you know, fast forwarding up until uh, 2014, 2015, you know, Lux okay. Linens was was a powerhouse. We you know we literally started out of my parents' basement. We outgrew the basement. We started. No, we didn't borrow any money from anyone. We started really organically, just one unit at a time. We got up to like 13 million in sales mm-hmm. on our highest year. And and then, you know, it was only a matter of time before all the, all the suppliers and all the people who provide us with the inventory started figuring out, like, where are these guys selling all this stuff? And, <laughs> you know, yeah. And it was at the time of Groupon and Living Social and all of that, that hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, 20, 2012, 2013, you know, uh, group on a living social that was the thing right everybody was you know shopping on there and dying to be on there so we kind of pioneered that we were we were um the first of of any kind of products to be featured on those platforms so we were really able we were really able to leverage you know that in the beginning you know especially they had very different payment terms in the beginning so we were able to sell products that we didn't have get paid for them and then go source the product. I mean, now that's impossible. You cannot do that. So yeah, it really helped us so, so much because um, it helped us really climb out of, out of, out of the nest. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so what I heard, I'll just uh, repeat back to everybody who's listening and, and watching the, the kernels that I got from your story was that you found someone that you were able to collaborate with and you, you found a, a great partner. You saw a need in the space when it came to the linens and you just really started your entrepreneurship from there. And then once that market got a little oversaturated, you were able to pivot, to pivot by solving a new problem that the that your consumers had that maybe well, other brands weren't solving. Problem. You're on the money with everything, but yeah. it's not a new problem. This is an old problem, actually. An old problem. Okay. It's an old problem. It's a new solution to an old problem but all the solutions that existed out there they just weren't good enough right i mean right you're talking about you know your traditional sheet suspenders where you have to go to the corner of each bed and then do each corner one at a time okay. <clears throat> so if you have a bad back you got to lift your back you got to you got to do a couple things at the same time you know the bed scrunchie works and it attaches to your bed sheet first right so you can sit on the couch and hook it up to your bed sheet and take as long as you want to take while you're doing it right and then you just put the bed sheet on as you normally would on your bed and I think that's what makes it great uh, than the other products. And, and that was the pain point that I was suffering is because I have such okay. a heavy mattress, right? And okay. um, trying to put on the existing solutions that existed out there, I had a hard time. And I'm not a small guy here, you know? I'm 5'11", right. you know, like 220 pounds. You know, I mean, not not small. So <laughs> but it's really difficult to lift a mattress with one hand and then kind of like finesse the sheet and then kind right. of put those corners together. It, it, it can become um, a task. Right. So, I didn't end so, up doing it. Yeah. No, I think I think you guys have a you have a great product and we'll get into that. But I think the the more interesting thing is like the actual story of the two of you and the story of the brand. So how did you guys know that working together would be a fit? Like if there are people out there that want to start a business or they have a great idea and they want to go into business with someone, how do you know that this is a good person to to take that leap with, to take that journey with? And Jack, did you want to maybe take this one? Well, yeah, yeah, sure I mean, getting a business partner, they say there's a saying, getting a business partner is the easiest thing you could do. It's getting rid of one. That's hard, you know? So you definitely <laughs> want to think hard. You, you definitely want to choose wisely. So, I mean, it's important. It's kind of like building a team. You want to make sure that your, you know, your partner is, is filling your weaknesses and vice versa. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And, and I think filling the weaknesses also goes back to the bread scrunchie itself. You found a weakness out there that was in the market and your product fulfilled that weakness. It was the answer to that. And you guys behind the scenes were telling me a pretty cool story about one of the Kardashians. So do you want to fill in um, our audience on your on your Kardashian story? Yeah, so that was uh, we were actually sitting here in Jack's basement and we were working, you know, just doing the grind. And uh, my wife calls me and she's like, she's like, how did Courtney Kardashian find out about the bed scrunchie? I was like, I don't know. So we go on, <laughs> we go on her Instagram and, and uh, her, her brand, Poosh, they wrote a really nice article about us that uh, says, you know, get this really cool new invention that makes your bed look like a hotel. And uh, it's, it was really nice to see that, you know, it really gives you some, some validation. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. It is really cool that someone will use their platform to um, authentically and organically shout out, sh- like shout you out. Like that's for sure. And that was what you want. Yeah. It. Yeah. That was the coolest part and I think that's it. more validation that the bed scrunchie, you know, is, is just a product that that is suitable for, for all types of people of all different types of classes, no matter what part of the world you're on, rich, poor you know, mm-hmm. high income, low income, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, everybody's it can relate to being bothered by a loose bed sheet or feeling <clears throat> those wrinkles beneath their feet when they're trying to sleep. And I think with the pandemic, a lot of people are suffering from sleep issues. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people are having trouble with sleep. It's, it's been reported, uh, you know, several times in several different places. And, um, you know, that's no surprise. I myself, you know, uh, also suffer from sleep issues and you toss and you turn, and you're thinking about stuff and you know, everybody's everybody's schedule is all is all out of whack, you know, with with, with working from home or, you know, uh, taking care of kids. And so, you know, I think sleep is, is a real is a real hot topic these days. You know, people are definitely feeling restless and, and they're searching for it. They're searching for it. And when they see the bed scrunchie, it makes perfect sense to them. So I wasn't really that surprised, Mike, actually, when when Push featured it, because it's <laughs> like, who doesn't need this? Right. Yeah. So how did you come up with the product design of bed scrunchie? So for us uh, listening or watching, can you describe what it looks like or you can even show us if you want? Absolutely. Um, So I actually have one here next to me and the bed scrunchie, how I came up with design. I started kind of uh, answering it in in the beginning. And um, what happened was, is that after, after purchasing the solution to solve my own fitted sheet dilemma, um, and putting that thing on, it was, like I said, it was too heavy. The mattress was really heavy and I couldn't put them on one by one. And I didn't okay. end up putting it on. I threw it to the side. And then, um, you know, in our, in our warehouse and office facility, we do have some sewing machines that we use, you know, to make samples and do other, other types of things. So I took the product that I bought on Amazon. You know, okay. I, I forgot about it for two days. And then I, I, on my way to the office on um, a Thursday, I think it was, I, I took the stuff with me and then I, I started experimenting. I started cutting and sewing and I was like, okay, what if I do this? What if I get a rope? And what if I, so I think it was like two days after that, I think I had a solid idea and I started prototyping it. I showed Mike, I was like, Mike, what do you think, dude? Like, <laughs> I got this name, bed scrunchie. I got this idea. It looks cool. You know, he was preoccupied with all the other stuff. I don't think he yeah, did he that wanted, much. Yeah, he, went, he went into like mad scientist mode. He was like, <laughs> I, was, I was convinced yeah. that this was going to be the next thing, you know? Take it out of the box so we can so we can really see yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, you're showing us the box. So to yeah, make this one invention, see. obviously, there was yeah. like, you know, there were several inventions. Like this buckle is actually an invention for the invention, right? Because, right, these, these two bands, right, they come together and they meet inside this buckle and they get screwed in and the rope comes out. So it's like. I had to invent this buckle. 
-hmm. and I had to invent a part that would make this, you know, in one shot, right? I have a machine that pulls the fabric, the rope and the elastic all together, turns it and spits it out into this. So everything, <clears throat> everything about this is, is, um, is made with love that word on your shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's main word with, uh, intentionality, right? So every intentionality part of and the love, I mean, obviously yeah, there's so no intention, we wouldn't do it, you know? Right. Well, well, what I meant is that like every part of the bed scrunchie is intentional. So like the, that like plastic part you were showing, like it yeah. serves a purpose, you know, that elastic part serves a purpose. So each part of it um, is meaningful, is intentional to make the bed scrunchie work in order to, you know, solve that problem of this loose, uncomfortable sheets. And you can have that sort of, you know, fitted, luxurious, comfortable, relaxed sleep experience that, as you said, we are all searching for and we all want. So that's what I meant by like each piece yeah. is intentional. That's yeah, well which said, I think yes. is great. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's well said. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, everything here serves a purpose. Right. Um, there's nothing on here just um, for, for looks purposes. Yeah, everything definitely serves a purpose and, and some sort of reason. And also just to add to this, the bed scrunch is like a yeah. big belt. It's like a big belt for your bed, you know? So just like you wouldn't- That's a great way to put it, yeah. Jeans without a belt. You shouldn't sleep without <laughs> the bed scrunch, you know? Exactly. Absolutely. What are some of the challenges that you guys have, fa has, have faced with, you know, launching your products, building your brand, you know, working with suppliers and all of that, building up an audience, brand awareness. So what are some of the challenges that you guys have faced as entrepreneurs? And then how are you able to overcome them? Well, I think both of us will be able to answer this question. I think I had some yeah. challenges. Mike had some challenges. Mike, what kind of challenges yeah, did you have? Yeah, absolutely. So like, you know, just beginning to sell a product and you want, when you have an idea and you want to validate it to the market, mm -hmm. how do you know if your idea is good, you know? You, the first thing you're going to do is turn to your friends and family, you know, you, and you might have some haters. So <laughs> yeah, you have some people that tell you your idea is not good and don't let that stop you. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to validate it for yourself. And there's a few things that you can do. You know, if you think that your idea is unique enough to the point where you can patent it, like we have, we have patents on this. So this is fully mm -hmm. protected, you know? So if you think your idea is unique, you can go on a government website called the uh, USPTO.gov and you can, you know, yeah, and you could search, you could search, you know, different keywords about your product and see, firstly, if something like this does exist. And the other advice uh, and tip I could give you is before you even get to, you know, making your product and manufacturing it, you could actually try selling a prototype, put it out there. If you know how to sell on Shopify or if you know how to sell on eBay, put yeah. out a listing and try to get some actual sales on your idea before you even have it. The best thing, the worst thing that could possibly happen is you'll gain some customers, you'll call them, you, you'll cancel their orders, you'll refund them, but you'll gain so much insight as to why they, how they found you or why they bought your product or invention. So that's I, one of my tips. No, I love that. I love that. So what I, what I heard from that was one, if you do have a great idea or a great product or a patent or you know, a business that you want to start, protect it, you know, get that trademark, get that patent, get that copyright, whatever it is that you're doing, make sure so you that want you to validate first. You don't want to look, you don't want to come up with an idea and go. Right. And go well, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So if you have it, you want to be able to uh, protect your, intele your intellectual property. Um, but as I was going to say, before right. you get to that, no, it's okay. Before you get to that part, like you said, you want to make sure that you validate that idea. But I was going to add to that. Um, I would even almost get some type of protection for it, 
even before that, because you, if you put your idea out there or you put your prototype out there, what is there to say that somebody else isn't going to get it or, or they're not going to be inspired by it? So I would say find a way to protect it as you can. But yes, of course, you want to ultimately be able to do that market test, make sure it's socially viable, get that social proof and validate it. But I don't see anything wrong with wanting to protect yourself up front and on the back end. But again, I guess it just depends on your type of business, what the product is, um, and if it's viable or not. But I'm thinking well, more, more from do, money, uh -huh. you know, financial, right? I mean, it's yeah, money to do these protections. So as somebody who's just starting off, you know, there's there's different things you can do. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe a trademark is doable, right? That's not going to be that expensive if you have the name lined up. <clears throat> But when it comes yeah. to like you know utility patents and provisional patents and stuff like that, you're gonna spend you're gonna spend cash. So I mean, mm. uh, it's it, sometimes it's not even that that. I mean, we have our patents, of course, we have four patents. But like yeah. if you're testing and showing a, a light a light test and or like a survey, we did what were you survey monkey? Yeah, we did, mm -hmm. we did some stuff. We did some market research, some market research and stuff like that. That that you can do probably without before really protecting the, the main main idea because you're going to spend two thousand dollars to do that you know ah Minimum. yeah yeah right. well that's good that's good information to have that's good guidance to have that sometimes in the beginning you don't have to go straight to protection you can go to getting the validation and then once it's validated then go to protecting it if cash capital is an issue Exactly. Plus, too, you yeah. know, it could, you know, trying to get the protection could be a distraction from execution too. Mm -hmm. And and, no, and, and really you, know, like you want to get too wrapped up with that, and you're holding on to something so close over here. But if you hold on to it so close over here, then you can't really tell anybody about it. Then you can't really figure it out. So there has to be something in the middle. You know what I mean? Something mm -hmm. between what you're saying and what I'm saying. Um, you don't want to be too careless and loose with it, yeah, because somebody can easily swipe it you know like uh, we were going to go on kickstarter we decided not to go on kickstarter mm -hmm. and even though we did have the proof and and i mean i'm sorry the proof the uh the patents and stuff like that um we still decided not to go against it because you will be copied just like when you see uh products on yeah. shark tank you know they're they get featured they get copied even even with protection so sometimes yeah. you can't avoid it right so you, you know you just got to make sure that you are the best and that it's a good product and that people are leaving you good reviews because those things you can't make up, right? You can't hide those things. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like, I think um, to me, I think the biggest thing is the ex like the customer experience, right? Like how does the customer experience your brand or your product, but across like all touch points, either even like the buying experience, what does the website look like? What's the customer service behind it? And then the actual getting the product, does it work? You know, does it deliver on what the brand promised? So I definitely agree that each touch point is very meaningful. Like you can say all these things, but if the product doesn't actually deliver, then I think consumers and your audience will definitely see that and they'll experience it. And now with social media, and Yelp and Reddit and Twitter and all of that stuff, they have a platform to uh, to now like share that review, whether it's good or bad. So do you ever take that type of feedback, whether if you get a review that's maybe like a two or a three and they have good feedback for it, but it's maybe not the best in like the best light, do you take that into account as well that's when you question. want to yeah, get validation and you, and you want to tweak on stuff? I read every review every day on every platform. He obsesses over mm -hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, because because it is feedback. It's 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 like people are telling. Sometimes they will leave you, you know, a two star review and say, "Oh, like you know, like we're about to make a change right now." People are a lot of people are complaining that 
you know, they wish the Bet's Crunchy came with more clips, right? It has eight clips. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's enough for the corners. And some people, like, are saying, you know, we, we wish, you know, we'd have two more so that we can adjust, you know, do the sides. Even though, you know, with the eight clips, you can do it. But you just have to, you know, do some maneuvering and maybe move the clips around and find the sweet spot on your bed, literally. Because yeah. Each bed is, is a little different and, you know, you might have a little, the sheet maybe a little baggy on that bed in a specific region, but maybe on a different bed, it's, it's not that baggy. So it all depends. Um, but, you know, we, we decided, you know, hey, you know, let's, let's do it, right? Let's include the two extra clips. So our next run, we manufactured, you know, two extra clips and we're updating it and we're updating the instructions and we're updating um, different actually Yeah, we're literally like right before our podcast, that's what we're working on, updating the, the instructions and, and, because I read the feedback and I read the reviews right, and yeah. you say like, Hey, I'm having a trouble putting it on. Okay. Well, why are you having trouble putting it on? So try this, 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 and this, so I'm updating tips and tricks. So I think it's really important to, to read your reviews and, and, um, and try to follow and see if you, you can notice a trend or if, if 10 people are complaining about the same thing, most likely it's probably something you should look at. All right. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I think that's also a testament to um, the both of you as being entrepreneurs, but also having humility and kind of checking ego. So I think sometimes people who build businesses, they're so married to their idea and they're so married to their product that they take any feedback as just like negativity or as like a hater or things like that. But sometimes that's your actual most valuable data is those like two or three review star reviews because that's showing you the opportunity to enhance your product. So I think it's great that you guys do that. And it's a testament to like your own um, ability as, as men and as entrepreneurs and as business owners to be able to do that. Cause I know a lot of people who are not able to take constructive feedback and then pour into their product to, to provide something even of higher value to their consumer. So I think that's a great lesson for anyone, whether you're starting a business, have a business, want a business, is to be able to take that constructive feedback, pour it into your product, and then provide a higher value. So I love that you guys do that. Are there any other, yeah, so are there any other um, insights or guidance or, or wisdom that you would wanna pass on to other people who either wanna start a business, they have an idea, but they might not be sure you know, how to start or where to start. Um, Jack, you wanna, you wanna chime in on that one? There's so um, much, there's so much. I'll go back to the love thing. Like if you don't love it, don't do it. Otherwise you're gonna yeah. be wasting your time. And, and like, you know, it's really important to have passion when you're doing something. Otherwise you'll fizzle out, right? It's just like mm -hmm. a flame, you turn around and then it runs out of gas and then and the flame is gone. So if you love it, then the flame will stay on. Yeah, it might get weak at some points, but if you, it'll just, it'll come back. It'll come back when you have more energy or whatever the case is. But the thing is, is that most people, you know, if you don't, they don't believe in something and they just do it just to do it. And then, you know, a entrepreneur or whatever they call those guys, right? Entrepreneur. <laughs> really, you gotta really want to do it, right? And then, and then. Never yeah. heard that. Want to put your door. I just, I guess I made it up. Maybe. Tongue twister. <laughs> So you made it up. <laughs> so, yeah, I love it. Yeah. That's really what it's about, really. I mean, you know, you gotta have that passion. The passion creates the drive, and the drive creates that that motivation and that momentum and that success, and then it just kind of all builds on top of each other, you know. Yeah. And I'll say from just from listening to you guys and hearing your story, what I took away from it was if you're going to go into business with someone, again, you know, it's easy to go into business with someone. It's hard to get out of it. So be mindful and conscious of who you go into business with. Make sure you have that chemistry, that communication. 
and go all in. I wanted to add to that. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And go all in. Um, But make sure you have that chemistry and that uh, communication ability and that partnership that you can build from. And I think listening to you, I think Jack has his own level of strengths and then Mike has his level of strengths. And then together you form a very solid, strong partnership and you leverage each of each other's strength in order to create a viable business and product that delivers to your audience and consumer. So be really mindful of who you go into business with, because that's a big choice. Go all in. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's like a marriage. Right. And then the other thing I heard that you guys uh, say that you were early adopters, right? You, you got onto Groupon, you got into living social, you got onto eBay and you were able to really leverage those platforms level, what was trending. So you were early adopters on those and you were able to really solidify yourself on those platforms and in that niche. And then once you realize that the linen company, okay, now we're in a market, now it's a little oversaturated instead of just thinking, okay, well, this is it. This is what we plateaued. Instead, you thought, well, there's an old problem out there that's still out there. What can we do to now solve that, you know, solution? There's an old problem. Here's our new solution. Here's the bed scrunchie. And then once you had that idea, you know, and you did the product design, then you were able to then, and I'll and I'll concede to this, I think you then were able to validate it, you know, through you know, either social, getting early customers, seeing what their feedback was, seeing what it worked. And then once you're able to then validate your product, you then want to protect that validation. That's when you want to go into that patent mode, that trademark, the copyright, the IP or whatever it is to make sure that you are now protecting your validated product or patent or product, whatever that you're going to put out there. And then after that, what I also heard that you guys were able to do was really take constructive feedback, take those two or three star remarks. And instead of just dismissing them or not listening to them or thinking it's just negative, you're able to to take that feedback constructively, pour back into the product, create a higher value product and and a higher value added product for your consumers that way. So it seems like you guys were able to pivot, you're able to diversify, you're able to really listen to your customers, what their pain points were, and deliver on that and continue to build. So I think you guys share a lot of great insights on, you know, how to build a business, how to be viable, how to be sustainable, and also how to stay relevant. You know, you had Kourtney Kardashian shouting you out, like that's a huge relevancy point, you know, Bed's country is extremely relevant, you know? So I think you guys did a really great job on building a really cool product. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited for yeah. you to try it out. We're excited for the viewers I can't to wait. Uh, potentially buy one and try it out. And, and we look forward to your reviews, everyone. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you have any parting words of, of wisdom for us, whether it's about the bed scrunchie, whether it's about building a business or entrepreneurship or just anything you want to leave us with? Um, oh, actually, before you answer, I forgot a point that you guys actually made too. Passion. You have to also be passionate about the product you're putting out there and you have to have a purpose behind it. And I think that's a really great um, lesson for all of us out there, whether we're, whether you're starting a business love, or not. We started with love and we're ending started with passion. with love and end with passion. I love that. So, yeah. So, that's with great. that, do you guys have any parting words for yeah, us? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, with that... Definitely go visit us on bedscrunchy.com. Mm-hmm. It makes a great stocking stuffer. You put it on the tray, <laughs> you know, and you can pair it with a pair of sheets. You'll make a, you'll make somebody's Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. I love, or, or Kwanzaa. <laughs> I think it's a good new year, new you 
uh, gift sure. as well. You know, going to the new year with a little it's bit of a gift to get somebody when you don't know what to get somebody because there's a lot of times where you want to get somebody something and you don't know what to get them. And the bed scrunchie is perfect because it's one size fits all bed sheets. There's no mm -hmm. colors. There's nothing to think about, right? And you're yeah. making somebody much more comfortable. So I think that's great. I love well, it. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. And for everybody watching and listening, everything will be linked in the show notes and the description box where you can go follow Bed Scrunchie, buy a Bed Scrunchie, gift and give. So with that, thank you so much, Jack and Mike. And until next time, everyone, be well, take care of yourself and each other. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.